in anything that you're doing, just be consistent. You're going to get there. Just be consistent. Just keep pushing. Just keep doing what you love and just keep doing it. Don't stop because it's hard. Don't stop because somebody said this or that. Don't stop just because of anything. Just keep pushing. You're mm-hmm. going to get there eventually. And I mean, it's a journey and you have to learn and grow and become better, you know, until you're able to manage yeah. whatever big thing God has for you. So consistency is very important. I see the walls before me, I feel the cages forming, seems like the world is falling, but I keep my head off the ground. I see the world before me, I know what change is coming, I hear the world is calling, so I keep my head off the ground. We break into everything. We break into everything. Hello and welcome to the Barrier Breakers Corner, where we shift mindsets around various topics such as family, finance, relationships, dreams and visions, and most importantly, opportunities and how to walk into them. We want to annihilate the assumption that we cannot break barriers. Let me tell you this today. There is more on the other side of you breaking that barrier that you would never know unless you do. Welcome to the Barrier Breakers Corner, where we step out on faith and defy the odds. I am your host, Joyce Dunker. Our guest today is Eniola Johnson in New York, USA. And today we are going to talk about the power of words. Hi, everyone. I'm so honored to be here. Welcome, welcome. And thank you. Her other name is Anita. Please, I'm not going to get interrupted right now because (laughs) (laughs) I'm calling you Anita. Eniola. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you can go ahead with the Anita, but I prefer the name Eniola only because it's a name that carries weight. So it's okay. Mm-mm-mm. It comes with all the ancestors, <laughs> all the... Yeah. What does it mean in Nigeria? In Yoruba, Eniola means child of wealth. Mm. So, you know, mm-mm-mm. because we are in here trying to hustle, you know, trying to get the shmoney, the child you know of wealth what? Thing, that name applicable. suits you very well because... <laughs> Child of wealth, mm, 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 mm. you are going to be a child of wealth. In, in fact, amen. Anita is swimming in wealth. Like, amen. This girl, please don't start, George. I beg you. <laughs> I am not going Do to do not air my dirty laundry. Thank you. It's not dirty laundry. You are... okay? Do not air my laundry. <laughs> <laughs> it's clean laundry. Okay, thank you very much. Jeez, I'm pretty sure everybody, I'm pretty sure everybody that knows me hearing this would just be like, mm, I get where you're coming from, Joyce, but yeah, it's okay. <laughs> Please, I'm going to start taking regular pictures with you because when you are flowing that wealth, I want to say, I know this one. I know her. Yeah. I'm associated We're together with in those high places. Yep. So I also remember me when you start making money from all these podcasts too. So, yep. You shall always be remembered. Anita is like one of the backbones of Barabrika's Corner. Yay! Any error, she'll call me and let me know, hey, you need to change this thing? It's not right. Like, I really do appreciate you for that. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Literally, anytime that there's something that is good out there with barrier because just know that Anita has a hand in it so oh my god I feel so honored you know it's not easy but thank you thank you so much Joyce it's harder than new word that you've just learned (laughs) (laughs) 
okay this is a podcast we have started <laughs> all right okay anita is my flatmate so that's why our conversation is not going to end if we continue talking and we always have conversations we're always talking a lot and i really appreciate the kind of conversations that we have all the time it's amazing deep topic that we talk about and I, for one, know that some of the conversations that we've had has really helped me in my growth as a human being. And I'm so grateful for that and having you around. And I think we're going to have another section, another podcast where we'll talk about how we met because that's a different story for a different day. Yeah. <laughs> Probably it's going to be called being at the right place at the right time. And having all your guards up, yeah? <laughs> right. Yeah. Let's not even start that one. <laughs> that's a different podcast. Yeah. But yeah, yeah today sure. we want to talk about the power of words. And throughout all our conversations, we've realized how how words have impacted us one way or the other. Can you elaborate on the power of words? For me, I believe that words hold a very significant, if not the most significant role in our lives. Like basically what we say out to people is what we have, what we've actually put in our mind, what we've had like envisioned in our mind. So at the end of the day, whatever you just bring out defines you. So, I mean, the power of words is actually a really broad topic and is worth talking about. Yeah. How has it affected you in your childhood or your as a teenager? How did words affect you negatively? Basically, when I was growing up, like I never really had the encouragements a lot of regular kids had from people around me. It was mostly like words that would bring me down, even though I had like people around that kind of cushioned the effect. Mm -hmm. But almost every day, the things I got to hear were like insults or you're ugly, you're this, you're that. Like, I don't want to bring those words back. But mm -hmm. I mean, those words kind of made me have the lowest, like a really low self-esteem because I mm -hmm. never believed that the way I feel right now about myself, I never believed that I could actually feel that way about mm -hmm. myself mm -hmm. as a lady ever. So I never feel that I was good enough. I, I looked at people around me, other my peers, and I felt like I was beneath all of them because I never, words were not being given, like spoken to me to mm. like, make me feel good about myself. That's so true. I mean, words are very, very important in our lives, especially in kids. The What you say to them, it really affects them a long way. I mean, if it was an adult that probably is grown and mature, sometimes anyway, some adults are not, have not reached that stage. But kids, it goes a very long way and even me like just as you said I never thought I'll be an outspoken person like be bold enough to even do a podcast in the future like I never envisioned podcasting in my future or, or having an IG video or a YouTube yeah. video like because yeah. every word that has been spoken about me is like you know you never make it you have poor handwriting you're ugly you're too short or and so I was so timid. I would not speak. And being bullied on top of that was just crazy. So words definitely do affect us. And even sometimes my parents have said things that, you know, would have made me feel like, sometimes I would just be like, am I really part of this family? Was I adopted? Yeah, yeah. I think that is like mostly like an African thing with mm -hmm. most African parents. Like, I don't know if it's because of how they were brought up or it's just, I just don't know. Because ever since I came to the United States and I see how a lot of parents treat their kids, mm. the kid would draw something that you'd be like, wait, and they'll be like, oh, beautiful, beautiful, great job. I'm like, when I was your age and I do that, people, I mean, my parents will nearly kill me. Mm -hmm. They'll mm -hmm. literally tell you that, what's that? Like, so I, I feel that it also, our culture also affected that. But I mean, I don't know. 
one of the thing, one of the things that we've talked about previously is that it's good that when you see some of these wrong things being done, when you grow older, you decide to change that. Like I've seen some things in my family or around me, and I'm like, when I'm older, I don't want to treat people that way. When I'm older, I don't want mm-hmm. to be that. When I'm older, I want to teach my kids this and teach my kids that because I don't want to say things that would affect them. I want to be able to be there for them and listen to them and find out what's going on with their lives, you know, encourage them yeah. and speak life to them, you know, and let them know that they are yeah. also beautiful. Words are really very powerful. You know, the Bible says life and death is in the power of the tongue and those who love it will eat of its fruit. So if you keep pouring negative onto your child, unless they change their mindset, that person is going to be affected and that's how they'll probably grow up to become. And what words have affected you positively? A lot of words, like my cousin and his sister will always like remind me, and you're like, you're really strong. You're a really strong person. Every time he has an opportunity or his sister too, anytime she has an opportunity, they try to tell me like, you're like one of the strongest persons I know because Mm. trust me, everything you've been through, I don't think I would have been able to survive it. But with you, you're like one of the strongest person I know. So with that, like having people really see the struggles you've gone through Mm. and still see some good in you, that word, you Mm. see, like if you know me, you see that I try to like exhibit that strength. Mm. So those words that they tell me actually made it like, oh, I'm being recognized. Like, oh, I'm a strong woman. Yeah. So that kind of defined my female nature. So, yeah. That means having the right people around you, because if you didn't have the right people around you, you'll still probably be thinking otherwise of yourself. Yeah. Another thing I also realized that whatever we face as children of God, like I just feel that God always has a way of putting people around you that kind of cushion that effect. Mm -hmm. Like, As much as you hear those words that really bring you down, there's always someone, always Mm -hmm. something that actually like makes you feel not that bad. Mm -hmm. I mean, God gives the battles to the like strongest, but Mm -hmm. there's always that thing that kind of like strengthens you. Mm -hmm. So I just feel that for me, growing up and the words, like all those words that made me feel so bad, there were always people around that kind of, no, yeah, it's okay. But even though, you know, the negative words always like, kind of overpowered those positive words I know <laughs> yeah so I mean at the end of the day I just feel that yes those cushion effects that kind of like really make me fall so bad like so down mm-hmm. I was gonna even yeah. say that sometimes there's so much positive around us but when one person says a negative thing yeah you, it just yeah. lets the whole like you have 99 people commenting positively and then just one person's negative word will just I don't know why it just one person saying that affects us and yeah. thankfully, when you talk to someone about it, you're like, look at how many people have said the good things about you. Ignore the one yeah. thing. Negative yeah. words are really powerful. So I'm going to yeah. read something that you wrote on Instagram. I really liked it. You said, we teach girls to shrink themselves, to make themselves smaller. We say to girls, you can have ambition, but not too much. You should aim to be successful, but not too successful. Otherwise, you will threaten the man because I am female. I am expected to aspire to marriage. I'm expected to make my life choices. Always keeping in mind that marriage is the most important. Now, marriage can be a source of joy and love and mutual support. But why do we teach to aspire to marriage? Why do we don't teach boys the same? We raise girls to each other as competitors, not for jobs or for accomplishments, which I think can be a good thing. But for the attention of men, we teach girls that they cannot be sexual beings in the way that boys are. Feminist, a person who believes in the social, political, and economic equality of the sexes. That's by Chimamanda Ngozi Adichie. I'm sorry if I did not pronounce the name correctly. <laughs> yeah, Chimamanda. Yeah. What made you write that? I don't know if you've listened to the song Flawless by Beyonce. She used that for the song. She used Chimamanda's quotes for the song. Mm. Now, 
Chimamanda is an Igbo woman, so she already knows like what's going on. Right. This is exactly what we girls face, especially in Africa. Like, you remember when we were even listening to the song Miss Independent? And mm-hmm. I was telling you that Neo has no idea how much he has impacted women with this song because it's like when you have too much, it's yeah, being yeah. a threat to a man. And that is so unfair because you shouldn't limit a female's ambition to whatever a man yeah. I mean, yeah, whatever a man is. And I mean, that's has always been my mantra like <laughs> if you feel that I'm a threat to you then maybe you need to step up your game I'm not gonna have to like come right. down to your level All so right. yeah so growing up they'll tell you oh, don't buy a car you're threatening a man oh don't do this you're threatening a man you mm. know so I mean it's like you're living your life based on whatever is very convenient for the man that's so true like I remember when I moved to Gambia from London after my studies I didn't tell my parents and I'm sure if they listen to this it will be the first time they are hearing this I wanted to move out and rent an apartment and just be on my own just because I just wanted to know myself more and just be able to pay bills for myself just to you know be independent Mm -hmm. and one of my friends was like no don't do it a man will not marry you that's what made me not go rent an apartment I would have rented that apartment and I know my dad would have been so mad at me if I did that yeah (laughs) maybe my mom would be so angry she'd just be like and not because of a man cannot marry you they'll just be like why are you going to waste money and rent an apartment Mm -hmm. and something like that I just wanted to be independent you know but Mm -hmm. I'm here right now on my own am I not being independent like at 23, yeah. I couldn't do that. But now at this age, I am being able to do that. What's the difference? You know, does yeah. that mean that if I was single in, in back home in Gambia, would I not be able to live in my own apartment? Would I not be allowed to live in my own apartment and be independent? Yeah. I feel like it's so important to allow young people to live on their own. But it's just like that African setting. Yeah, <laughs> not even allowed. They just feel like, that. yeah, as a woman, you're supposed to be under your father's roof till you get till a man to comes to married. Marry. Yeah. Words do make us and break us. Like things that people have said about me. I remember one day that someone made a comment, like they sent me a message that this is what I did to them. Like my whole day was shattered. <laughs> I had to send you that <laughs> message. I sent you that message. I sent it to my sisters and I was like, this person said I did this to them. I don't remember doing this to them. I know sometimes I can be hard, especially if I have an event coming up and we are all working together to make things work and you are slacking behind. I'll be hard on you and be like, hey, you're not doing things the right way. And I'll talk. Yeah. So, yeah. and I feel like maybe that's the encounter I had, but I, the setting of that event or where it happened, I can't mm-hmm. even remember the girl. Cause I feel like if that's an event that we are always having and we're in the same group, I should have remembered this person, but I don't even remember the person. So she's telling me this. I was like, I did this. I felt so bad. I had to send a message and be like, I really apologize and all of that. But I felt so bad. But then I was like, I told her, you know, maybe the girl then, and the girl now is two different things. You know, I'm I'm, yeah. I'm completely changed. But yeah. I just feel like if I still have an event and somebody is lacking, I will let you know. Yeah, you'll be more, I mean, you're sensitive I mean, to the person. Yeah, we've yeah. all grown based on like the words we said years back and the words we say right now. It's like yeah. right now we get to know like, okay, take a deep breath. Ooh, okay, count to five, count to ten. All right, before you say your words, because I mean, with people I work with, oh my God, they can be so annoying sometimes. Mm. Like, yo, can't you guys see? Can't you guys just mm. use your head for once? But mm. you just have to tell yourself, okay, like I always say, choose your yeah. fight, Anita. Just choose your fight. Like, no, I'm not going to exert all this energy on just, no, no, no. no. Because sometimes, yeah. like, the words that I want to just come out from your mouth, you just tell yourself, you know, just calm down. And yeah. I mean, 
the Anita right now is not the same Anita that was 10 years ago. Yep. I mean, I'll just say the way it is. So it's the same thing. Like you might be coming from a good place where you don't, I mean, the words don't just come out right. And yeah. every day we get to learn, power of words is actually really broad. You get to learn every day that, okay, this is how you say it. This is how you, you know, yeah. go around it. Sometimes you don't even have to say anything. I think I've actually grown in that area when it comes to words because I used to have anger problems. I can't remember the last time I was like proper upset and then I just said anything just out of the blue. Mm. Because back then, maybe five, 10 years ago, I would get angry mm-hmm. or mad at somebody and I'll just be saying all kinds of words. Like, but now I thinking about it lately, and I was like, I was like, recently I was like, oh, I don't know what I've been ever angry before. I mean, recently, mm. I don't think I have been angry to the point where I'll just say words just like that. I'll be upset, but like I've come to a point where I'm able to choose my words because I know that I want to make sure that what I'm saying to you, I mean it. Because obviously, even mm-hmm. if you say things, some people will say that, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to say that. But the Bible mm-hmm. says out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So <laughs> yeah. you're angry and you say that word, that means you meant what you said, you know. So I'm, yeah. like, I'm being yeah. very careful and being sensitive to what people saying and being able to say sorry is something that I struggled with. But I know mm-hmm. that now, like, it's so easy for me. No matter whether I'm right or wrong, I just want to be able to apologize to somebody and move on and, you know, and forgive the person and just move on with my life because I'm not about to hold grudges with anybody. And if you yeah. feel like my apology was not enough, be able to come back to me and tell me, but I just want to be able to apologize and correct myself and grow. We are all human beings and For we're me, all working in progress. Yeah. Know? For me, you know, I tell you, the words come out and um, I apologize and you feel that the apology is not enough, then maybe we'll pray together and God will touch your own heart because I've done my best. The rest is left to God. Yes. (laughs) That is true. Yeah. I'll come back and say sorry. And I'm saying with all my heart, but if you feel like it's not enough, I don't know what else you want me to do. Yeah, exactly. Some people can be funny, but it's okay. (laughs) Yep. Okay, so we'll move on to our next segment, which is highlighting a barrier breaker. And this person I used was the barrier breaker of the month of July 2020, Smart Adebayo. He's a photographer in the Gambia. He's accomplished a lot. And my interview with him, one of the lessons I learned from him was consistency. Because when you look at where he's coming from, going to college and studying and just taking pictures at a point where it wasn't digital and telling people that if you see your picture, that means it was good. If you didn't see your picture, you don't have to pay me because that means I didn't take that picture well. Because during that time when you're taking a picture, you don't even see the image of the person. You just start taking pictures. Yeah. And I used to hate those yeah. pictures in those days. Some Maybe photographers too. are so bold. They'll come and give you the picture like that and you are looking some weird way. Sometimes maybe your bra is showing or you're not sitting well <laughs> I used to, and they, they expect you to pay them but like I love mm. that honesty about him you know he didn't even tell you but he said he tells people if you don't see your picture just know that it wasn't good and you don't have to mm. pay him and that's very honest and I also love his um consistency like he knew that this is what his heart desire was this is what he really loved and he was from Nigeria to the Gambia he has just been consistent and pushing and pushing and right now he's one of the best photographers out there in the Gambia and I really love that consistent that's like one thing I learned like in anything you're doing just be consistent you're going to get there just be consistent just keep pushing just keep doing what you love and just keep doing it don't stop because it's hard don't stop because somebody said this or that don't stop just because of anything just keep pushing you're Mm. going to get there eventually and I mean it's a journey and you have to learn and grow and become better you know until you're able to manage whatever big thing God has for you so consistency is very important 
what lesson have you learned recently or what has 2020 taught you? 2020, the year of all years. <laughs> this 2020 has taught me a lot of things. Like, but basically what I've learned in 2020 is that people just live your life. Just find that purpose you're supposed to do in this life and just do it and live your life because it just takes one mistake or one person's decision to just change everything. In this life, you just be like, oh, I'm going to do this this way, do this this way, do this this way. Everything should work out. Mm. But it just takes somebody from Wuhan, China to do the wrong thing <laughs> and everybody is going to be... It's affected the whole you know, world. Yeah, the whole, the whole world. world is affected. Yeah, <sighs> so it's like, okay, you know what? I'm just going to live my life, do what I'm supposed to do. You know, you can never say what tomorrow will bring. And truly, 2020 has shown us that you can't really say what tomorrow will bring. Mm. So if you're living your life and being happy, you have to be happy. Mm. You know that, yes, this earth, I've lived it, I've enjoyed it. Now it's time for me to see my father. <laughs> yes. That's yeah, true. because at the end of the day, you can say, oh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to make sure I look left, right, center before I cross the road. I'm going to do this right, right. But somebody else's decision could actually affect you. So it's just yeah. like live your own life to the fullest, fulfill purpose and yeah. physically. Right. It doesn't mean you shouldn't plan though, you know, plan yourself, Yeah. you know, plan, plan for yourself. your year. I mean, a lot mm -hmm. of people plan, but the Bible says a man plans his way, God directs your path. As long as you're under the will mm -hmm. of God, you know, he's going to direct you the right way. Yeah. Just keep planning and whatever, however it goes, you just give thanks and it will always come around. It will always work out for your good, but be happy. Yeah. Peace of mind. Yeah. Peace of mind. Yep. If you're doing what you love, you have that peace of mind. I mean, irrespective of what's going on in your environment around you. i mean yeah. around you it doesn't really like even though it affects you but deep within you you just have that peace like mm. Mm, at least this peace is here everything can be happening the chaos can be around but i mean i just have this peace within me that's very important peace of mind will yeah would help you go a long way it's very important yeah. all right next to our third segment is when we have a LTT topic, which is an, a Let's Stop Tuesday topic, which we've discussed on social media. And I just want to bring it here just to get a different perspective. But this topic actually started with, <laughs> with you and our other friends. It went on social media and we talked about it. Like it was one of the topics that had a lot of comments. And it's a very controversial topic, people. <laughs> Do not let Joyce deceive you. It's very controversial. And that's why she brought it here. <laughs> Listen, there's no right or wrong answer in this one, please. Anyone... She's not being political. There is a right answer. My answer is right. <laughs> Let me ask this question. And it's so funny because to the podcast, I have number one, number two, you are number three. And this happened to be the third topic. I didn't want you to take it, but I felt like, you know what? Let me just bring it. <laughs> It's Why did just, you want me to take it? Speed you know, speed no, you know what? Because we've discussed it at home and we've come, you know, oh. we've discussed it twice and we've that it's means on God social is media. Telling you something that you should accept my answer as the right answer. You are not serious. <laughs> so, <laughs> All okay, right, tell is, them, tell them. The this topic, is a topic. An accident occurred and your spouse and baby were involved, but now only one can leave and you are asked to choose between your spouse and your baby. Who would you choose and why? You want me to go first? Yes, I'm trying to let it marinate so that people will listen and kind of <laughs> grasp, let it marinate inside their being before they answer, mm -hmm. they even think about the answer. Let it just, yeah, spirit move. I mean, you know, you know, I was watching this lady's um, show on Netflix where she says, you just hold something and she, it should spark joy. What's her name? The Japanese lady that does tidying up. I forgot her name. So just hold it and it will spark joy. 
when you hold your child, it sparks joy. You keep your child. There you go with her answer. <laughs> hold your because baby and sparks like, joy. That you really love. No, because for me, right, I just feel like when it comes to like relationships based on my experiences, I just feel like when God just gives you this child, like this precious, innocent baby, like take care of her in this world. And then this thing happens. I mean, my spouse has lived his life. He's like, bro, go and be with the Lord and watch us from above. But this child, she has to live her own life and fulfill her purpose on this earth. Because God did not give her to me for me to just choose you over her. But I mean, like you said, there's no right or wrong answer. Like, I truly believe that because I remember I also asked you about the soulmate thing. Like, do you get to meet your soulmates the first time? I mean, once in a lifetime, because... A lot of people feel, oh, I meet my soulmate. Nothing can come between me and that person. So maybe I've not met the soulmate yet, but ah, I don't know who separates me and that child. After nine I don't know months which love. of pain. After nine legal. months of pain. Child. I mean, you know the love of a mother? I've not had a baby yet, but you know the love of a mother. I haven't either, but I know the love. I love my child, but I love my spouse too. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. Okay. I can always okay. have a new spouse. Okay, my answer was that I'll choose my spouse. If it's a baby, I feel like the way this world is so cruel, I'll choose my spouse. Also, the trauma of losing that child, I want my spouse to be there to comfort. Like, we need each other to comfort each other. Like, if I let the spouse go, who's going to comfort me? The baby. We I are feel looking like, at the baby every day. I know, but like the trauma is going to affect that child. You know, I feel like I'll choose. No, my spouse, especially that if we have built something together as well. I mean, I don't want to say it's just a baby because we went through nine months and the labor, the pain as a woman. I just feel like I want to choose my spouse and we will make another baby. And if not, I know it's hard. It's a tricky one there. It's hard. You don't know whether you're going to have a child or not, especially with menopause and all these things that happen to women and finding it hard to have kids. We can always adopt IVF. For me, I feel like no child is replaceable, but every spouse is replaceable. That's why you have divorces. And you'd be like, oh, some people just wake up and be like, oh, I'm not in love anymore. I want to meet somebody else. But no child is replaceable. That's the way I see it. Okay, anyway, I still stick to what I said. If it's a baby, but if it's like a 10-year-old teenager, Mm, I will let you leave because I feel like you've grown, instilled in you. Like, I know the kind of person I am. I mean, my spouse would be a great spouse. I feel like I know that I've instilled so much in you. Your father will have instilled so much in you and you'll be able to make it in this world. But as a baby, I feel like I should let you go so that you can go to heaven because, you know, if you reach the age of where you are knowledgeable and you're not doing the right thing, if you die, you're going to hell. I don't want you to go to hell. So as a baby, you might as well just go and be in heaven so that when I come to heaven, I see you. But if you're older, I feel like I've instilled so much in you and I believe that you would make it, you know, regardless of what goes on around you and whichever spouse is alive will be able to take care of you and be there for you as well. So that's what I feel. But I understand also where you are coming from as well, you know, I know one of the ladies on the page in the comments said, you know, she will even step on her spouse to save the child because of the pain like they've been through, you know. I don't know. You know, you guys leave a comment on the podcast, leave a message, whatever your thoughts are on this topic. The conversation continues. I just want to hear other people's views as well. But this is my view and this is Anita's view. 
Anita, what advice have you got for people to encourage them that feel like life is hard when they're affected by people's words, where they're affected by what people have said about them or said against? What encouragement can you give for them to get up and just go break barriers, put that back and just get up and go? What advice can you give for them to be able to rise up from that point and just move on? Basically, what I'll just say is that for you to be on earth, for you to be alive, it means God has a purpose for you. God has a plan for you. I mean, presently, you being alive, based on, even with everything that you've gone through, you're strong. So just step out and just do what you have to do. You have to like get words of affirmation, affirm yourself, tell yourself, mm-hmm. speak positivity upon your life. Like, mm-hmm. I'm beautiful. I'm great. I'm ambitious. I can do this. I have mm-hmm. a goal. Create a goal for yourself. Get fun things to do. Find your hobbies. Like pursue your hobbies, pursue your goal. And trust me, do not depend on anybody for your happiness. Your happiness should come only from God. The moment you're able to just like say, okay, God, I mean, figure out that happiness from God and yourself, like you're good. Nothing anybody can tell you would actually affect you. Mm -hmm. Once you're able to like find that happiness from within you, trust me, all you just need to do, regardless of what you're going through right now, all you just need to do, just find that happiness within you. As soon as you get it, you're good. Nobody is going to even tell you. You can live on your own, but you just have to find that thing that makes you happy. That thing that creates that purpose in your life. As soon as you just find that, you're fine. And for you to be alive, it means that God has a plan and you're yeah. actually in, on this earth for a purpose. So no one can tell you anything. You're in a class of your own self. Yeah. That's so true. And you are running your own race. We're not competing with anybody. Just like I said earlier, words affected me a lot. But, you know, listening to other people, encouraging us, you know, as young people helped me a lot. And sometimes I write words. I didn't write them all over. I didn't have that. But I have a little note sometimes just to keep as a reminder by my bedside or in the office or something like that. Once in a while, I'll just look at it and just remind myself. Or sometimes I go to the mirror and just say to myself, hey, you're beautiful. You're sexy. Look at your nose. Look at your eyes. Like, who says you're ugly? You're not ugly. You're beautiful. You're created in the image of God, you know? So I just like keep affirming myself. And I know my sisters have this all around their room. They have scriptures. They have words of affirmation around their room. Like, so they wake up and just keep, I don't know whether they say it every day, but like looking at them, you just remind yourself of that. I think it's very true what you said. It's very important that one has that words of affirmation and affirm yourself. Because once you get to that point where people say, things against you, you can go back to that word. And also having the right people around you will help you to, you know, be encouraged. Because when you go back to this person, like when I got hit by that, what that person said, I was able to come to you. I was able to come to my sister and say, this is what happened. And they're able to encourage me and be like, you know what, you are great. You are amazing. So having the right people around you too is very, very important. Sometimes it's like we do it to ourselves because you know that this person is actually taking everything from you. Like, drawing all that energy from you, all the positive mm. energy from you and you still hang around that person mm. because I don't know do you feel like the person just makes you feel better because mm. obviously the person doesn't so I just feel that get books get anything get a movie or get a documentary or something that just yeah. makes you feel better about yourself yeah. but having people like Joy said having people around you that I mean, like speak positivity to you, remind you of your essence, remind you of how great you are. Yes, Mm. you should just have those people around you. They will treat you. I mean, they will cushion whatever effect or whatever negativity you're getting from the environment. That's so true. This question just popped out of, I didn't think about it, but I'm like, let me just ask it. I said earlier that Anita has been an amazing friend to me. Have I been an amazing friend to you? Yes, you have. (laughs) 
this question is very tricky. You know, you're not saying it on the podcast so that if I say no, okay, what if I say no on the podcast? What's going to happen? No, yes, but Joyce has been a really, really amazing friend. I'm not the easiest person to be around, but with Joyce, it's so easy because she just lets me be who I am. She just lets me be and I'm like, yes, this is what I want. As much as possible, I'm like, you know what, just give me my space and she just gets me. She's one of the few people in this world that gets me and she's just so amazing. She just needs me to praise her on this podcast. But (laughs) um, that's all I'm going to (laughs) say. That's not what I was looking for. Anyway, thank you. Shameless plug. Thank you. (laughs) Oh my God. Remember how uh, very, very frigolous when it comes to money? When Joyce buys something and I'm like, why would you buy that? What? It's $10. No, no, no. Joyce is looking at me like, okay. You know, now I sit down and I think about it. I'm like, you said, what did they worry you? But yeah, the judge just made me feel so, you know, relaxed. Like, just be yourself. I love you regardless. Yeah. And I love her too. It's like every podcast I've said, I'm going to cry. I'm going to cry. Yeah. I'm emoshi. I'm I'm an emoshi person. So. Mm, (laughs) Thank you, Anita, for doing this. Thank you, Eniola. I have to say that... (laughs) I've said Anita, even though I introduced you as Aniola, I'm calling you Anita because that's what I'm used to. But she loves being called Aniola. So thank you, Aniola. I'm so grateful. I really, really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm so grateful too. I've learned a lot from this conversation. Yeah. Thank you. That's really good. Let's go break barriers. I can't wait to see the things that you are going to do. I've just been waiting. Like, you've been so supportive of me and I can't wait to be so supportive of you. Like, I'm just waiting. We'll be working on red carpets. (laughs) Let me come and hype you like Auntie Diana will hype you. We'll be working on red carpets. Baby, we'll be going high places. (laughs) If she hears this, she'll just be laughing. I know. Like we are going high places. We high going places. To, we're going to higher heights. Baby, mm. don't mind them. Baby. Yeah. Don't mind them. <laughs> yeah. She's such an amazing lady. Yes, yeah, she is. All right then. Thank you and take care. Thank you. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Barrier Breakers Corner podcast. If you liked what you heard, please give us a five-star review and subscribe to the show wherever you listen to your podcast. Also, share with those you think can benefit from this information. Please email all questions, suggestions, and compliments to the Podcast at gmail.com. The Barrier Breakers Corner Podcast is produced by the Podcast Laundry Production Company and executive produced by Joyce Donkor. The podcast music was written by Chidi Omenihu and produced by Andy Official in Begandia, West Africa. Cause